G'day humans, what's good work? Chris Funder here with Pretty as Alex for another edition of Wrestling All Style. Alex, how are you, friend? I'm doing really good, man. Um, this this little quest you've sent me on today has been quite tough. Yeah, I thought it'd be a bit easy for you. Yeah, it's just like, oh, what classifies as a short-term champion and all that? So, yeah. So I, I wonder if I'm going to make any choices that are going to ruffle your feathers. <laughs> oh, I think I might have made one or two that will do that to you. But, um, yeah, coming out the news of uh, Will Ospreay injured vacating the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship, I thought, Let's have a look through history and see some of the either unfortunate timings or uh, weird bookings that uh, occurred and led to some short champions. Yeah, definitely. So uh, for the humans listening, uh, in your mind, what classifies as a short-term champion? Uh, Either, of course, a number of days or... uh, somebody who sort of um didn't really get the uh the run they deserved with that title now could it be a person that held a title multiple times but had one really short reign yeah yeah that's what i've done as well yeah very good very yeah. good thank goodness i was a bit worried about that yeah alex Number one, it's, you'll have to wait. (laughs) John Cena had a short title reign once. (laughs) Funny enough, that was where I was looking. But no, no mention to Cena. (laughs) Guys had enough championship reigns. Speaking, no, no, we are not talking about what John Cena said in the news. That is enough of a political debate, no. No, 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 not touching that with a 10 foot pole. (laughs) Anyhow, uh, should I start or should you? Yeah, you can kick us off, mate. Should I do honorable mentions first because we're doing a top five or should I just start with number five? Uh, let's do our usual thing of, um, we'll do the honorable mentions at number, just before number three. Okay. So, uh, number five for me, sort of an old one, but uh, I think if you know who I like in wrestling, you'll know why I chose it. So we go back to main event number one, 1998, uh, 1988 rather, for Andre the Giant defeating Hulk Hogan for his first and only reign as WWE champion. Very funny you mentioned that, so let's just not waste any time. That is my number five. (laughs) (laughs) Great lines, think alike. Yeah, um, this dude was a massive draw for so many years, and then him finally getting a title reign, but it's less than a day, less than an hour, less than a couple of minutes, technically. Because yeah. he immediately gave up the title and gave it to Ted DiBiase, who could also be a contender on this list. But that 
Ted DiBiase title reign is technically null and void because they stripped the title from Andre for trying to surrender it to Ted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those grey areas of history. Yes, it happened, but it doesn't count, even though it counted for like a week, I think. Yeah. Ah uh, man, um, yeah, great number five choice again. All the all the reasons Alex just listed. Um, huge, huge draw at the time. Um, somebody who should have had it but didn't, and then when he did, it was sort of, oh, we're going to give it to this guy. And it was a case I think the company went, if we put on Andre, who's going to beat Andre? And at that time, Hulk could bet Andre at WrestleMania three, right? I think the company, by the time 1988 came around, um, they were sort of thinking, oh, if we put it on Andre, who's going to beat Andre? But hadn't Hulk already bet Andre at WrestleMania 1? Uh, WrestleMania uh, 3. Yeah, WrestleMania 3 a few years ago. Uh, the year before, yep. So, so <laughs> I'm such a nerd, so. Um, yeah, so this was... That main event, uh, that Saturday night's main event or main event, I can't remember which one it was technically, but Andre versus Hogan, main event of main event um, in 88 was like the most viewed wrestling show up until the Attitude Era. It was some crazy like 10 million something people watched it. Um it was the rematch of WrestleMania three from like, I think it was about 10 months earlier. And yeah, it was all sort of to build a way to get the title off of Hogan and move it forward to Macho Man in a really convoluted way. (laughs) And then put it back on Hogan. Yes. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. So this, caused um the president jack tunney to to vacate the title then at wrestlemania 4 we had a big tournament for the title macho man beat ted dibiase in the final of the tournament in the first round uh andre and hogan had a draw and they were both eliminated out of the tournament and yeah, and then Macho would hold on to the title until WrestleMania five and drop the title to Hogan in one of my favorite matches of all time, the Mega Powers Explode. Yeah, everyone talks about WrestleMania six, but I do like that one better. Yeah, it's so good, man. And the storyline is just great. And it all yeah. starts that night at WrestleMania four. Um Yeah, Andre definitely Definitely would have been a great WWE champion if they let him have a run with it. But you do come across the question, like, who do you get to beat Andre? Yeah. Um, I suppose from there, I'll go to number four. Uh, Going across and crossing the line to TNA Wrestling, uh, we go to... Bound for Glory 2007 for Sting 
who held the championship for two days in his first reign. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's a very good call. Sting's just come into the... I think he might have just come into the company, like, full-time at this point. Um, And Kurt Angle sort of got this grip on the title for the better part of two years. Yeah. And I believe Sting was injured um, coming out of Bound for Glory, and that's why he vacated it. Oh, was he? Was this my next pick that was injured? Dun, dun, dun. Um, yeah, but I thought going back through the um the annals of TNA, he says a lot there you could choose from, as well as uh, I suppose two thousands WCW. But um, yeah, I wanted to keep it um sort of simple, something that was impactful, like a first title reign. Yes, Sting went on to have other reigns within the company, but his first reign being uh, two days is so short. Yeah. um, Yeah, that's absolutely crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I I thought you would have known that. Yeah, uh, that's sort of a time I wasn't that into TNA. I was sort of just getting into it. Yeah, but it's your guy. It's Sting. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, I really wasn't aware of that short reign. Yeah, yeah. uh, Lost it back to Kurt Angle at uh, at the next day's Impact tapings. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he defeated uh, Kurt Angle, and then yeah, lost it back to Angle. Because by uh, before AJ gets his first reign, Kurt's already had four reigns. Sting two, <laughs> along with uh, a Mick Foley and a Samoa Joe reign thrown in there as well. Jeez. Uh, where do you go for your number four? All right, my number four, we're going to the 80s. We're going to the NWA world title, and we're going to Kerry Von Erich. He had an 18-day run as the champion. Uh, he beat Ric Flair at the David Von Erich uh, Memorial event. And, yeah, he only had a very short run, despite him probably being the biggest babyface in wrestling outside of the WWF at that point in time. Wow, yeah, that that's a great choice. Um, I'll throw him an honourable mention now, because otherwise I'll forget. But, yeah, the, I remember the story of that, especially um, watching the, uh, the Von Erich special on Dark Side of the Ring. But it's sort of somebody you don't um, think of when you think of a world champion. Yeah, because def- it is so short. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, very short reign. Uh, the NWA world title is definitely um, a heel championship. So a babyface run 
in those days didn't necessarily last that long. And it was during a time where they sort of experimented with a couple of different babyface champions. Um, Ronnie Garvin had a short run uh, not too long before that. Tommy Rich had a run. Um, but yeah, the Kerry Von Erich thing seemed like a bit of a short a sure thing to have a lengthy title reign considering everything surrounding uh, him outside of the ring at that point. But yeah, they um, quickly gave it back to Flair. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there, there you go. A bit of history learnt today. Yeah. Um, for myself, I'd like to go, I suppose, staying sort of modern era i go to wwe extreme rules 2009 do you have an idea where i'm going uh yeah yeah i've got a slight idea go on so it is batista with his first reign of the wwe championship that lasted two days yeah, that was a crazy one. Um, did not have that on the list, actually. Yeah. Um, got injured at Extreme Rules, uh, vacated the title the next night, at, uh, two days later at the uh, SmackDown tapings. Yeah. Um, oh, man. Yeah. There was like a point in time where Batista would start to get get a fair bit of momentum and then bang is injured again. Bang is injured. Bang is injured. It just, yeah. Uh, I do wonder if um, that's sort of why they gave up on Batista being number one over John Cena because of his injury problems. Because if you recall, like WrestleMania 21, when both Batista and John Cena are crowned, it's not John Cena that wins the title in the main event. It's Batista that wins the title in the main event. And John Cena wins the title in a undercard sort of match. So, so yeah, it did seem like at that particular WrestleMania, it's all, all systems go on. Batista is the number one guy of the company. And slowly over time, it sort of transitioned to Cena. Yeah. Uh, where do you go for your number three? All right, my number three. Uh, yeah, it is from uh, 1998. The one day title reign of the big red machine, Kane. Wow, one day. Yeah. Uh, another reason why this one's so high up on the list is because this dude didn't have another title, another WWE title reign, at least. He never held the t that title again. Uh, he had a world title reign, which had a bit of length to it. But yeah, this was the only time Kane was WWE champion, and it was for one day where he beat Stone Cold Steve Austin in a first blood match at King of the Ring 98. I don't know what else happened on that card. Cough, cough. Um... And if Kane lost, he had to set himself on fire. <laughs> so obviously Kane won. <laughs> and yeah, um, 
And then, uh, yeah, the very next night, Stone Cold wanted a rematch, and Stone Cold beat Kane for the title on Raw. Oh. Well, I suppose uh, if it's going to go back to him on Raw, then that's what's going to happen, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. It's sort of surprising thinking of um, thinking of the uh, the uh, time, like the length the guy was in the company, and yeah, he never never had another reign. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that is a really really surprising to me um i suppose from there we should jump into some honorable mentions oh boy there is a lot here um i might as well jump on and uh say this one because i think alex is going to say it anyway yeah Uh, january 24th 2000 nitro Dear, oh dear. Sid Vicious. One day. Ah, poor Sid. Uh, Also, the Harley race in its ape reign, but more so for where it occurred, the three-day reign of the New Zealand-Australia-Singapore tour, where he lost the belt, uh, where he one against Ric Flair in Wellington, New Zealand, before losing it three days later in Singapore to Ric Flair. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, more more so that one just for the historical uh, nature of a, an NWA world title change in this part of the world. And the final one, whilst not a world champion, I still want to highlight it for its stupidness, given how recent it was. You're going to hate me, but here we go. Mm-hmm. NXT TV, the 10th of the 3rd, 2021. The heartbreak kick to Kurt Kai and Big Lake Cool Raquel Gonzalez. Less than a day, less than an hour. <laughs> NXT WWE World Tag Team Champions. Yeah. Excellent it's... choice. <laughs> there's There's a number of others I could go to, but those were the three that stood out to me. The um the fourth one being, of course, the um the million dollar man does it count, doesn't it count sort of one. Yeah. Um Wow. Okay. My honorable mentions are pretty small actually. Oh, you there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so a small list of honorable mentions. Yeah, so I've got um, James Storm. James Storm? <laughs> as, as TNA World Champion. Ooh. Yeah, so remember when they did that whole uh, storyline where Bobby Roode won the Bound for Glory series and he went on to face Kurt Angle at Bound for Glory for the title? Um. Anyway, um, a couple of weeks later, after Kurt Angle successfully defended against Bobby Roode for the title at Bound for Glory, for some unknown reason they didn't pull the trigger on Bobby, uh, 
just on a random impact, James Storm beats Kurt Angle for the title, and then a couple of weeks later, Bobby Roode beats James Storm for the title. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that kicked off the whole breaking up of beer money and Bobby Roode, Bobby Roode turning heel. He had that long title reign out of that. Yeah, so that one was interesting. Um, I'll give another honourable mention to the mighty Yokozuna. He held the, t- the WWE title for uh, about five minutes at the most. At WrestleMania 9, he beat Bret Hart for the title, and immediately afterwards, Hulk Hogan came out and beat Yokozuna for the title. Hogan must pose, brother. Exactly. Um, Do you have any other honourable mentions? Because I've got one that just popped into my mind as I'm looking at my wrestling merch by my desk. Yeah. Uh, So we go to Philadelphia. April of 2000 for Cyberslam as Tommy Dreamer defeats Taz to win his first ECW World Championship. But immediately loses that to Just Incredible the same night. Yeah, Yeah, uh, one that completely slipped my mind as I was jotting these down, but then all of a sudden remembered, how long did Tommy Tommy held the title for that first reign? And yeah, less than a day. Yeah because it all occurs as um, Awesome has the uh, the ECW titles going to WCW. Taz is going to the Fed, so they have that weird match on ECW TV where it's a WCW guy versus a WWF guy for the ECW championship. Yeah. Then leads, yeah, to the next week, Taz losing it to Dreamer, Credible defeating Dreamer in a minute, and then, yeah, they go from there. Uh, my number two, to touch on your last honourable mention, of course, the mighty Yokozuna. WrestleMania 1993, WrestleMania 9, defeats Bret Hart. You know, okay, this is something new, going off WrestleMania with a, a heel champion, okay. Oh, God, it's yeah. Hogan. <laughs> Hogan must pose. It's like Bret hasn't even left the arena yet. Oh, don't worry, I'll save the day, the little Hulksters. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, your number two? Yeah. Uh, my number two... Um, my number two goes to... Uh, it's from 2011. I can't remember the exact, exact date off the top of my head. But it goes to Rey Mysterio. Another one-time WWE champion. Um, well, it was his first WWE title reign. I can't remember if he held it again after that. I don't think he did. And he held it for about an hour because Cena must pose, brother. <laughs> yeah, what pay-per-view event was that at? Uh, Monday Night Raw. <laughs> so they had a tournament. To decide the new WWE, oh, right. to determine the new WWE champion because CM Punk left the company, quote unquote. Um, and then uh, Ray Mysterio is like, "Oh, John Cena, you weren't in the tournament. I'll give you a title shot. How about tonight?" And John Cena is like, "Yeah, sure." 
and he immediately loses the title to John Cena. After the match, John Cena is posing with the title and Sam Punk returns with new theme music, Cult of Personality. Yeah. Um, Ray holds the distinction, along with Andre the Giant, of being the only uh, yeah. only man to hold the WWE Championship for less than a day. Uh, lower than that is Ted DiBiase, uh, who held it for eight days but isn't recognised, and Antonio Noki, who held it for six days but isn't recognised. Mm. Oh, man, that's such a good number two, but I don't think you'll get my number one. All right. I don't know if this counts or not, but technically I looked at the results and it does list him as WWE champion in the results. So this will surprise you as we go to... Where is it? Go back to 2009. Yes, a lot of my picks on here from that era. They're not as short with their title reigns as they are now, it seems. Um, But, yeah, so Unforgiven, 2009. 2009? 2008? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, where's Lex when you need him? Yeah, that's it. 2008. I've just written in the wrong date. Uh, WWE Championship Scramble Match, which sees interim WWE Champion, the Brian Kendrick. <laughs> Thoughts? Oh my god, yeah, ridiculous. Oh um, man, it, I don't know if it counts, but I'll let you have it because th- there is a picture of Brian Kendrick and the graphic says uh new interim WWE champion Brian Kendrick. Did you just oh, look man. that up? There is a graphic. I've seen it before. Oh, man. (laughs) I mean, he's a guy still with the company, but for whatever reason he was in this match, they decide to give him interim champion, and, like, they never went back to him. Yeah. Um... I don't know if I can look it up on the air. But, um, uh, what was I looking up? But yeah, he's, because I'm looking at the other results here from 2008 at the championship scramble matches, you have uh, Matt Hardy, who uh, was interim, who would go on to be ECW champion, same as Chavo over on the World Heavyweight Champion. You had Kane, Batista, and Jericho, who all went on to be uh, World Heavyweight Champions on SmackDown. So, yeah, it is It is one of those weird match stipulations that 
only really happened once. Ooh, was Finley ever ECW champion? No. Okay. Because that's the only other one on here who never held ECW title, but at that point in time that you might as well have. Yeah. Um, yeah, because Finley didn't get pinned in that match either. <laughs> Very weird. But, um, yeah, Kendrick, I think a guy at that time they could have, but also in the match with him was Triple H who walked out as champion, entered as champion. Uh, yeah. MVP, Shelton Benjamin, and Jeff Hardy. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just weird to see, like, who they sort of gave this championship to to um, see, I guess, um, see how the crowd would react to if they were going to make him champion. Yeah. But they never went with it, which I always found odd. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely ridiculous. Uh, so I suppose enough lollygagging. What about yourself? Who's your number one? Yeah, my number one. Uh, I don't know if this is a controversial pick or not, but I am going for Mankind. If you guys um, say the championship I'm thinking of. <laughs> no. No, um, I am going for pretty much all of his title reigns as WWE champion. Uh, um, hang on, let me just bring this up. I should have been a bit more prepared. But ma- Mankind... Uh, here we go. Had a 20-day title reign then a 15-day title reign, then a one-day title reign. He might be the greatest short-term champion in the history of wrestling. So what'd you say? 21? 2015 and one. 2015 and one. So three weeks, two weeks, one day. Yeah. Wow. That is, yeah, that's, that's a good argument. Who yeah. Who did he lose to those times? Uh, the Rock twice. And then the third one, the one-day title reign. He beat Triple H and Steve Austin in a triple threat match at SummerSlam. And then the next night lost it to Triple H, and that was Triple H's first title reign. The beginning of Terror Rising. Yes, and... Uh, yeah, that was Triple H's first title reign, and that was on a Monday Night Raw, and yeah, absolute craziness. Um, so, 1999, how long removed are we from Hunter Hearst Helmsley versus The Warrior at WrestleMania 12? So we're about three and a half years at that point. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, he's had plenty of time to, to grow since then. <laughs> Yeah, so much has happened since then. Like, yeah, he teamed up with Sean and China, and then DX happened. He became a babyface. Then he 
turned heel on DX and joined the corporation and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, and this was all because Mankind won the title all because Stone Cold did not feel like Triple H was ready to beat Stone Cold for the title. So they added Mankind to the main event at SummerSlam, had Mankind beat Stone Cold for the title in that triple threat match, and then Mankind lost the title the next night to Trips. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Stone Cold uh, doesn't get as get enough grief for being the guy that says, "Well, that doesn't work for me, brother." Hell yeah. Yeah, it, it seems to to happen a lot. <laughs> yeah, like Jeff Jarrett copped the shaft because of it. Yeah, copped uh, the stroke. Yeah, he, he <laughs> did not get the stroke. Isn't that the name of his finisher? Yep. Uh, uh, anyway, yeah, you're right. He is the greatest short-term champion. Yeah. Oh, I'm looking up Brian Kendrick. Did you know when he won the Cruiserweight Championship in 2016? Yes, it's been around for that long. What? Oh, yeah. Jeez. I forgot all about that, to be honest. It was eight years since he was WWE interim champion. Yeah. Crazy. Because uh, he didn't hold a title after that match. Yeah. That's crazy. Absolutely insane. Oh, man. I like Kendrick. Yeah, I do too. I think, well, we might as well talk about this before we wrap up. I think it's surprising none of the 205 Live guys got released or they didn't shut down that show. No, that is absolutely, absolutely astonishing, to be honest. Like, does that show even broadcast anywhere? Yeah. I have no idea. (laughs) don't think it does I don't think it no one would maybe India I don't know I don't know I don't know yeah I need that as like my new message tone for when you message me (laughs) I don't know Chris when are we recording I don't know (laughs) uh yeah, I don't know. It is it is what it is, and it's interesting to look back and see some of these these short term champions and see yeah. what happened. What happened when stuff happened? <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it, it's it's good just seeing um history and like you said the the point with um Mick Foley having very short title reigns and the same thing could be said about um like i said sit in wcw at the time and and you look through that 2000s list i think it's saying like 34 changes in the year for the world title and that's not including any of the others in um in uh in wcw at the time yeah 
Oh, I looked up. Two countries broadcast 205 Live. That's why they can't cut it. Yeah. It is not India, as I suspected, or the UK. It is, in fact, South Africa and Singapore. Fucking hell. (laughs) Ah, boy. Very strange. That is insane. But at least... I guess that's why they say they're the most exciting hour on TV, because they're still on TV somewhere. Yeah. Ah, well. But yeah, this was fun. Um, I don't know what we're doing next time, but uh, where can the good humans find you? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at FruityIsAlex. You can find us at WrestleOzStyle with an AUS on Instagram and Twitter and search us up on Facebook, WrestlingOzStyle. And you can find Chris at? At I'm Chris Funder on Twitter as well. You can go back and listen to the entire Wrestling Star archive for free on SoundCloud, uh, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Weekly Wrestling Wrap on YouTube, and the RSS feed for your podcast of choice with the link in the show notes below. Nothing left to say, but good day, and we'll speak to you next time. Kendrick, WWE champion. Hey, don't Uh, knock it. Bobby's probably looking for new challenges. We could move Drew aside. Bring in the man with the plan. Yep. Bring back Ezekiel Jackson while you're at it. Another former short-term champion. Um, The last ever ACW champion, Ezekiel (laughs) Jackson. Yeah, get out of here, Rhino, you last (laughs) ever champion. Yeah. (laughs) Bring it, Ezekiel Jackson. Insane. Yeah. Oh, actually, maybe here's the thing. That AJ and Omos lose the belts. Omos turns on AJ. Next week, somebody turns up with Omos. It's the man with the plan, and he's challenging Lashley. That's like three months of booking right there before SummerSlam. Oh, man. (laughs) What's the plan? 
Man with a plan. Sure. End this. <laughs> End my suffering.